Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey man, I just got one question. Bro, how much longer, like for real, how much longer do I have to do this? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hey, you talking about being stuck in the house? Man, bro. You sound frustrated, brother. I am. What are you talking about? Ain't no sound in it. <laughs> I am frustrated. Like, how man, much look, longer? Like, like you said, man, with none of us, nobody, I swear, man, like if I was a gambling man, I would have lost all my money and someone said, yeah, look, put up a trillion dollars to one that you would like be in the house for months Stuck. in 2020. I know, right? Stuck in the house. <laughs> wow. I never, bruh. Like for I, real stuff. We I would have taken those odds. I know, right? <laughs> hey, this like week, this like week seven or eight or something. something. I can't even, I lost week, count. It's week, it's week forever. It's yeah. week infinity. It's week it's I'm like... damn tired. That's what it is. It's week <laughs> I'm damn tired. Man, look, this COVID thing is real, man. We've been in the house, like you said, Mo, for a while now, man. I, honestly, I there is there is probably every there's a point in in the day where I'm sitting here and I'm in the middle of the day and I'm like I'm in my place doing real work and having real work conversations and I'm in my place and I was here yesterday I was here the day before that I was here the day oh before gosh. that. <laughs> Yo, it's it's like for real, like like you legit lose track of what day it is. They they bleed together every day. Like it was one day, man. I was looking at my refrigerator. I was like, man, I gotta find something to eat. And I looked in there and I just hung my head low because I was like, man, it's the same stuff that's been in here for the last four weeks. You know, like, it's yeah, like I'm like, wow. okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to sound ungrateful. You know, I know some folks out there that are, that are definitely in some rough situations during this time. But I'm just speaking from a reality where I'm at. And I like to eat at different places all week long. And, you know, like <laughs> I might I might be feeling something different on Wednesday for breakfast and lunch. You know, Thursday might be different. I might take leftovers on Friday, whatever. I have been at home. You know, and and I don't, I got kids, so we could, like simple is best here, but simple don't work for me half the time. So it's, it's <laughs> right. crazy. Macaroni and cheese only goes but so far. Noodles, you. man. Look, <laughs> yeah, man. My goodness, man. No, I'm like so, but but Chris, you hadn't left the house. Like you literally haven't left the 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 place that y'all man. stay, right? No, I mean so. Yes and no, but mostly yes. Like we have not because so. I mean, look, I, I, I'm a little susceptible. There are some, you know, lung challenges. Mom was asthmatic at one point in time, and so genetically that came over, and I've had some challenges in the past. I mean, I'm healthy, but I just have those, 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 that susceptibility. So for me, <clears throat> I'm really, we're disciplined in our household, my wife and I, around like not really going out at all. And fortunately enough, we can do that as it relates to work, as it relates to just kind of like getting deliveries and all those types of things. But I mean, what we are here like eight weeks now, seven, eight weeks, and I've been at the house a literal total of three times. Wow! <laughs> Every single wow. Li- I mean, that is a that is a literal. Actually, wow. four. I'm sorry. One day that I went and rode my bike, I, I got on my bike and we went riding for a good two hours. Other than that, I've been in this house because, and I know this is probably gonna sound crazy to some people that are listening, but 
I mean, look, you know, y'all know my wife is a, I mean, she's an environmental science PhD, climate scientist, epidemiologist, public health specialist. So we're, it's like one of those things where when you are knowledgeable and you know, and you have friends and close friends at the CDC, close friends that are doctors on the front line, um, you know, close friends who are at the highest levels and who are getting some of the information that might not necessarily begin to the, the, the outside world. And I'm not, no, no conspiracy theories. Let's be clear about that. But I'm just saying like the reality of what it is of like, yo, I just saw X amount of patients and X people died on my shift today. And people at, you know, various agencies that are like, this is what the model is saying. And this is what I know. It's hard to ignore that. Yeah. You know, they say ignorance is bliss. And then, and there's a reason for that because we're not ignorant and it's no it's no bliss. Right. <laughs> you know, I've been in the house right, right. all that time and it's because I know. And so for me, bro, I'm over it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm like However, you. I'm staying in the crib though. I'm like <laughs> you though, Chris, like I haven't um I really haven't left the crib that much either. Like uh March 11th was like my D-day of sorts. Like I had a show on March 11th and mm. I pretty much was in the crib since then. Like, so I, I picked up the girls from Macon on that weekend, like on the 12th or the 13th. I took Noelle to a doctor's appointment at the beginning of April. And I just went outside. Uh, well, it, it, it went, I left the house because we go outside in our yard or whatever. But Saturday, this past what was this, like a Saturday, I went to Lowe's because I was like, look, babe, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got <laughs> to get up out of here. So I went to Lowe's to buy, like, some some um, plants and stuff. You know, I usually try to keep a garden up or whatever. So I'm going into Lowe's thinking, like, okay, cool. I'm going to be able to go up here. You know, I'm thinking ain't nobody going to really be out. I'm going to get my little quick, you know, situation happening. So I pull up in Lowe's, bro. It's like... It's a parking lot. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are these people at Lowe's, bro? Like, did I miss something? Are they having a sale? Like, what's going on? So everybody in Lowe's, bro. And, and thankfully, I am only had to go to the garden center. But still, it was way more crowded than what I was expecting. I thought I was really going to See, I'm challenged be... by that, J.D. No, I'm bro. challenged by that, though. It, it, man, it was... I'm out of the like... No, it was packed, bro. I... Like, I can't even front. It was packed. Man. But... But that's how, Tori... that's, how, that's how I've seen it, Tori... too, though. Because... Cause it's like, like, even if I look at my neighborhood, like I think it was Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I got the kids down. It was still nice and breezy, sunlit. It was a beautiful day. I was like, man, I'm gonna go for a jog. Let me get a jog outside today. Um, I went running, bro. I felt like I had to dash from side to side of the street, like every man. five minutes, because yeah, it was Saturday crazy. evening. Folks was getting ready to go out. Wow. People were having cookouts. I'm like, bro, this is like, are y'all not listening? You know what I'm saying? And granted, I'm just going to say it like it is. Like, I live in a black community, you know? So I'm looking at my people like, really? Like, this is what that's we're doing? That part. That's the part. That's the part that gets me in tour. I was just about to say, I mean, because, look, you know, I'm not, you know, we're not going to put out there explicitly where you work. Obviously, folks can find out whatever. But, you know, the mayor of Atlanta has come out with some very strong statements, and I respect her for doing that. You know, big up Keisha Lance Bottom, A, Georgia State. It is what it is. <laughs> but my thing is, is like, why are we not understanding and seeing this for what it is? I mean, you're you're you you are where you are, Tori. So I know you're getting certain type of information. I mean, what's your thoughts? Man, I honestly I think it's a combination of things, man. Just me personally, I think some of it is ignorance. Uh, I think people, uh, especially younger people, 
feeling like, oh, I'm not going to be impacted by it. Oh, I'm good. I can get out there. I'm healthy. I'm not in one of those vulnerable groups. Um, so I think it's just, you know, it's just that, that, that feeling of being invincible when you're actually not. Um, and, and then I think the other part is just, you know, frustration. You know, it is hard, you know, like we're talking here tonight, you know, we're joking around, but it's hard to be restricted to where you can't move now. You can't do none of the things yeah, that you, that's real. none of the things that you normally do. And so, you know, that that takes a toll on you. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie, I sometimes be sitting in the house, I'm like, man, I need to get out this mug. You know, I, I miss the spots I'm going to. <laughs> uh, but you know, but you know, it's just one of those things that um people really just have to sit down and really think about what's the best for long term. You know, and not just the short-term I, gratification type thing. I, I think it's a ton of misinformation, honestly, for me. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think people, I, I think too. people are receiving so many messages from so many different places that seem "quote unquote" credible. Um, like, I mean, you look at the daily count, you know, that you might see on a random, and we live in Atlanta, so it's the AJC, or you might see on on the news. The counts are all over the place for how many people have COVID, for how many people are dying from it. And granted, like there's literally a day that my wife and I referenced where, you know, it was a certain number that came out in the county that not too far from us. Well, my sister-in-law works in that county at the hospital. That count was at least like 10 people lower than what actually had died in her hospital that day. You know, wow. and it's and it and and that tells the story right there, man. I yeah. think the the real truth about the impact of this is it's being told from so many different perspectives. With, you know, some intentionally, I would say, like some people are shying away from like legit raw truth. Um, others are sugarcoating things. But at the same time, I mean, there's all these rumors about the, the cures for it, people breathing in steam and all this stuff. I'm like, steam ain't going to kill a virus, bro. Like, you know, it, it's, it's all those little type of things that are throwing people in a million different directions, unfortunately. And I, think that's I mean, look. Mo, like, but the big question, I think this is where we need to have this conversation for our viewers. Uh, I'm sorry, our listeners. Do we stay at home? Y'all know my answer. <laughs> I mean, look. Dog, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to cut all y'all off right here and just say this, bro. <laughs> the problem is, Americans, we just too damn free. That's it. <laughs> we privileged. We just too free, bro. Like you I can't mean. you can't tell somebody that they can't do anything because we're gonna have natural pushback. We don't care about order here, bro. Like this is the home of the free, the land of the free. So people gonna start thinking like, no, I ain't staying in because you telling me to stay in. You know, like if you start telling people like, oh no, it's cool to go out, people might start waking up for it. But ultimately, I think the real reason why people doing what they want to do is because. We too free. We too free. We don't have that discipline. We're going to do what we want to do regardless, bro. Like, it's going to take somebody. It's going to take, God forgive me, but it's going to take somebody, mama, daddy, cousin, auntie, close to them to die for people to wake up and be like, oh, hell, this is real. Let Let me take a couple of steps back because... Celebrities might die, and then you might, you know, you might, it might hit you a certain type of way. But unless that celebrity, like your diehard stand fan of, it ain't gonna really hit you. It's gonna be just like how any news come on TV is here today and gone tomorrow. It got to be somebody close to you that really get affected for you to understand what's going on. Well, you know what's interesting about that, JD. Um, this is a part. I mean, you say we're so free, and I get that and agree, and. You know, I, I look at this and I juxtapose it with like a country like Japan where, the, you know, the average 
life expectancy. Uh, they have the highest life expectancy. Right. Prior to pre-COVID. Like, this is pre-COVID. This is just generally speaking in the last number of so long mm-hmm. years, whatnot. The average woman in Japan lives to 87, whereas compared in, in, in a men to 80, compared to 81 for women and 76 for the American man. And what I also know, because I just love the Japanese culture from a kind of like streetwear and kind of like hip hop type of thing and whatnot, and just kind of some of their culture, they're very disciplined. They're an, imme- they're an immensely disciplined culture. <clears throat> and, and so for me, I take a step back and I'm like, all right, we got these freedoms. We can do what we want to do whenever we want to do it. But at what point do we not try to take a step back and assess or, or should I say reassess and say, like, maybe we need to actually think about something different because it's like almost in direct opposition of life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness. Because out here, mm-hmm. I mean, look, they've already said right now that if you catch COVID, you're, you're I mean, you're it, it more or less generalizations here, but it's, it's shaving off years from your life. There may be some um, lost lung capacity. Um, you may you are now going to be susceptible to other respiratory ailments and other viruses, um, and your overall quality of life will not be the way that it was prior. So I don't know that, in my opinion, I want to take the chance of going to get my hair cut, grabbing that burger, going to the spot just because someone said I could when the results and the facts are still out there. I don't know, man. This, this stuff is tricky to me, man. Yeah, it's hard, you know, um, and, I, and I'll speak from somebody who's, you know, somewhat been personally affected uh, by COVID and not by the actual virus itself, but more or less. I have a very close friend right now that's he's on a ventilator, man. Like he is and it ain't it ain't nothing pretty, you know, like it, it's been at least two weeks um, since he's been in the hospital two weeks before. He's been that, on a ventilator he, for two weeks, Mo? Been, he's been on a ventilator for, for almost two weeks now. But this is what uh, our been, listeners been, need to hear, though. This is real. He's this been, is a real. He's been he's been battling COVID for one for a month, an entire month. He spent two weeks at home um, with his family in quarantine, um, having the hardest time of his life. And he's that type that you know he doesn't really reach out. You know, like like many men do, we don't reach out when something's wrong with us. So you know, it's probably very close to the people that knew about it. I didn't get word of it until he was actually already in the hospital. Um, and he, he went to the hospital with a heart attack, like from the complications of COVID, which is crazy. You know, like, don't think like you're just about to have some nasally drip, you know, whatever, or some coughing, like it can look different for you than it did for somebody else. Like for him, yeah. it, it shut down his, his whole system. And so, you know, he was, he's, he's been in the hospital, he's been on and off a of ventilator. Like he might make a, make progress and get off of it. Then it might get worse and get back on it. And, you know, all, all that we can do is, is is I mean, obviously, you can't go see somebody like that. You know, his family can't even see him. Um, we can't go see his family. You know, it's just all we can do is sit in our home and pray. But I know him very closely. And my man is battling for life right now, you know. Um, and most people ain't having that experience. And so it hasn't really hit home. And then this I'm speaking from somebody who just like knows a friend. I'm talking about people who have actually lost like family members already because because I know someone else who has, you know, and, and it's, this is no game, man. Like it's, it really is not a game like COVID. Is you saw that article about that one, that woman in Detroit who lost her entire family, man. She lost her grandmother, her aunt, her mom, her father and her aunt. Oh, wow. Mm. That's all crazy. in a matter of weeks, all oh, in a matter of weeks. Wow. 
Yeah, it, it hit pretty hard up there too, man. Um, Trina, she had a um, is it a cousin? She had a cousin that passed, like a second cousin, uh, up in Flint that passed uh, from complications from COVID. So it's like, it's real, bro. Man, like, I'm sorry. It, it, yeah, it's it's real, and no matter how we try to sugarcoat it. And try to play because I mean I I always thought it was real, but I didn't I didn't really you know look at the severity of it because it wasn't here, you know what I mean? Like right. so the whole time when it was overseas, I I didn't really you mean America. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know okay. I I didn't I didn't focus in on it too much because like once again, what doesn't affect you doesn't bother you as much. You know what I'm saying? That's just the reality of most people. Right, right. And you yeah. know the whole time. I wasn't even thinking that it was like a Chinese virus or a European thing or anything like that. I was just looking at it that like, oh, it ain't over here yet. So it didn't, I didn't yeah. focus in on it, you know? And I think the sad reality of it is, is that when it, that's usually always the case. Like until it affects you, it's like out of sight, yeah. out of mind. And I think that's, that's also true. the most damaging part in a, in a, in yeah. the case of this particular uh, uh, situation or virus is because you can't let it be out of sight, out of mind, because it can sneak up on you so quick, so fast, and then the the results of that that negligence of or of that not paying attention, of that not being vigilant about it, is you're playing around with your life, like no joke. Like you know, it's one of those things where you could be fine one day, and the next day, you know, you just make a complete one eighty. Uh, being rushed to a hospital, being put on ventilators, being in the ICU, it's it's, it's, it's just a sad state of, um, I think it goes back to something you said earlier about how complacent we as Americans are sometimes, um, that we take a lot of things for granted and we don't be, and we're not as vigilant about certain things that we should be. Well, another thing about, you know, really where we are in America, unfortunately, is that it's very hard for most people to trust the, the sources, you know, of information. Mm. Like, like we get mm. so many different inputs of information and all of those inputs often are competing because of their own personal interest. You know, I mean, yeah. you look at the, the typical uh, CNN versus Fox News picture. Right. Well, we get that on so many different levels that half the time you can't even trust if the information you're being given is real or not. But it also kind of makes it unreal in a sense, like it, it makes it very much not real for you. As, a, as an individual, you know, yeah. and, and be, because of that, it's very hard for people to really connect with this because it's being told from a, a from a distance, like it's being told from what's happening over there or what's happening in that city, because we're in Atlanta. So New York is going crazy right now. And it's still being told from what's happening in New York. And I mean, let's 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 talk facts here. Like we live in Atlanta, which is in Georgia. And granted, you know, unfortunately, we're dealing with some decisions by you know, um, you know, one of our one of our leaders, our, our governor, who controversially has opened up the city um, in a in a you know in a in a minimal way, but more or less um, against what looks like you know statistics that show that he should probably should have made a different decision. And you know, there's pushback from different you know city officials, obviously the Atlanta uh, city mayor, um, you know, and obviously is getting national attention. And so I'm just basically saying, like, we're living in this time where there's so many a decision makers that are making decisions for reasons that we don't even realize or know. 
and people don't really know who to follow half the time. Or to, but, to, but Mo, I'm gonna say this though. This is the crazy okay. part, and I think this is like a hilarious but real example of what the situation is and where we are right now in our society. I saw on Facebook the other day, <clears throat> or my wife, Crystal, showed me um, a post, and, <laughs> and it was like, you know, insert sarcasm. So let me just say that up front. But the person was like. Yeah, you know, I hear Dr. Fauci, he's telling us what we need to know about, you know, COVID-19 and how we need to. But you know what? That high school dropout who was making C's his whole time while he was in college, I mean, while he was in high school, is telling me that there's a conspiracy theory and the Illuminati and this Chinese virus. And you know what? I think I'm going to listen to him. Wow. So And so, like... Let look. I'm. I just put it out there like that, right? And that's what we're dealing with. We are dealing with the idea that the average individual believes they are more knowledgeable than people that's who big. have dedicated their whole lives to this type of work, but, and who. But Chris, can, can you can you blame people though? Like we live in, we live in a world, I, bro, where like a meme gives you more information opinion, than. <laughs> Yeah. Then art news articles. You know what I'm saying? Like we, I, I, so, and I, so and I hear I, you. No, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But you know where I would actually push back on that? What's that? No, no, no. Not necessarily like push back, but like what I would actually say is a counter to that. I mean, I understand. So trust me, you're never going to catch me in this situation that doesn't understand these macro and micro policy implications and sh- structures. I will say for me. This is where when I'm in my household, I'm saying, right, this is this is the this is quintessentially why it's important to be educated, period. Mm. I mean, Mm. that is why it is important to be educated. You know why? Because education promotes thinking. It it provokes thought. It provokes critical thinking. It allows for you to understand multiple perspectives and to also put it into context, And I think what we have and what we're seeing right now is the idea that emotions and the idea that just because you are a a literal human being and you have a brain and the brain allows you to kind of conjure up whatever and think whatever, that that is somehow equivalent to someone that's actually knowledgeable and learned and an expert around something. So, like, because I am a human being, Christopher Upham can open his mouth and just say, like, words like, yabba dabba do." Hey, let's get like, hey, it's crunk. We turned up like just because I can say words doesn't mean that I can formulate an opinion that should be on the same level as someone that's doing it. Now, to your point, J.D., I do understand that there are elements in our past that at sometimes can make us skeptical or suspicious of what we hear and learn and, 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 and are seeing and, and or someone's trying to tell us. But that's the point that I'm getting to around the critical thinking, because the reality is, is like if if you're knowledgeable. Then you kind of like, OK, I hear that, but you know what, that doesn't really like vibe with what I'm saying. I don't know. I just think it's like one of those things, man, where I just really wish people would be very, very, very mindful of the messengers and sense check that as opposed to just like outright nah. That doesn't really like vibe with what I'm trying to do in life right now in my situation. I don't know. I, I mean, once again, I can go on and on and on about so, that. But I mean, JD, I mean, what's your thoughts? So, so Chris, I hear you, and I and I, honestly, I agree. But my thing is, you know, we have to remember that 
Just keep it funky. You have to remember that we are in the minority and not the majority, right? Like we're all seven yeah. black men that graduated from colleges. Some of us have, um, um, you know, went to graduate school, degrees, professional yeah. degrees, and, you mm-hmm. know, lawyers and all of this stuff. But the majority of America don't do any of those things, right? And so the reason why I feel like it's so easy for people to listen to somebody like Trump is because they relate to him on a different level, right? He doesn't come in as the most educated person. He comes in as a normal person. And and while what I but believe... But see, J.D., right there, I'm going to push back, though, no, bro. No, let, let, me, let, 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 let me finish the point real quick. The thing is, right? Okay. Do I think that the stuff that Trump says is complete BS? Yeah, most of the time it is. Like, I look at the TV and I'm like, what are you talking about, dude, right? But the thing is, you have to account for the people that, like like you said, there are people that are not going to do the research. And so you got to find a way to talk to the people that are not going to do the research. Like, how can you reach somebody that's hey, not going to do that research? We got to figure that point out because I think that's the true disconnect. Right. That's why you have people, like I said, that's once hard, before. That's a, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, it's, I'll it's be a honest, very Tor, difficult I mean, Tor, thing to look, do. It is, Tor. I mean, you you know, you, you're in you're in the public policy space. And I mean, and this is actually quite honestly, one of the hardest challenges of public policy, because policy is so nuanced and so much more complex than the average person understands. And there is this idea that oftentimes, you know, if if it can be simplified and if it can be articulated in a very simple manner, then it may not be necessarily complex. I mean, it, once again, this is from a policy standpoint. Right. So I mean, I look, you know, JD, that's a real that's a real consideration. I get it. So one of the things I would say it, it, when you talk about simplification, right? Sometimes the the situation doesn't allow for it uh, for it to be easily explained. Taking uh, in point right. this this situation is not easily explained because it's dealing with uh, science and some things that you know if you're not in that day to day field or in getting that expertise like you was talking about earlier you really can't understand the minor nuances that it goes into curing treating and, and, and handling um, these type of issues right and so I think one of the things that you know. In, in crisis situations, and I think you could probably attest to this, Chris, is that that's why they streamline communication. You know, that's why you have yeah. certain people that talk about certain things yeah. because you want <laughs> to make sure that the the information that you're putting out or that you're portraying is the correct information, right? And so I yeah, I, I think certainly. I think that's what's really missing is that the underpinning structure of crisis communication yeah. or emergency communication is not really happening, and and. And I hate to say it, but with the social media and things, you get to interject all of these comical elements into a very serious uh, conversation. And sometimes that also tears at the fabric of what you're actually trying to communicate. And not only that, how you mm-hmm. deliver the message is also impacting how it's Absolutely. being communicated. So I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bigger conversation than just the you actual, the, the, the situation itself is about the communication of the information and everything else that like we've been saying here throughout the whole day. So. Okay, so so it's clear there's a problem with the sources. It's not the sources themselves. Sometimes it is, but more or less the amount of sources that a person has to uh, dissect through, you know, or even the people who don't even realize that they should be going after the real information. We need to talk to the people who are common space, commonplace. You know, obviously 
You know, many of us are in, in positions where we may be privy to information that others aren't. If I'm the average Joe Blow, you know, who's at my house, who, you know, might have got my wages cut, who don't have nobody in my family sick and, you know, me and the neighbors still getting together and, you know, either playing ball outside or doing whatever that we normally do. We just basically on vacation right now. What do I need to be looking at so that I can get the facts on the real situation at hand and obviously do what I need to do? Because everybody needs to do their part at this time. I'm going to say something super uncomfortable and it, I'm just going to go there and I'm that dude. So look, okay. uh, Mark, Mark, market. I think this is what, like 1238 AM, <laughs> you know, um, you know, whatever date that it is, 27th, 26th, something like that. Uh, look, I think we have enough evidence and this is where I kind of take this, these types of conversations. Sure. COVID-19 might not be impacting you and your family literally today and or up to this point. But as it relates to, J.D., some of what you were saying and in Marlon, some of the stuff that you're saying, I think we have enough evidence of what goes on in our community on a grand scale and a macro level to understand something is not right. Right. Like something is not right. And I think we should definitely address some of that. Right. Like I think there's I think there is the idea that. All right. So cool. Once again. I'm not a, I'm I'm not impacted today, but for every person that can say that they're not impacted today, I know they cannot say that their family, I mean that their friend or their friend's friend or their cousin's other cousin that's on the other person's side isn't um affected or impacted. And I think that we need to kind of bring all of these things in and take a step back. Now, I don't want to go all over the place cuz this conversation can go in a, a, a large direction as it relates to some of the challenges that we have in our community. But I think this is a this is a level of complacency that we've gotten to sometimes in our community that just kind of looks like, yo, right now, this is one of those situations. I mean, look, you know, the idea of the penitentiary chance, right? We all hip hop heads, right? You know how to, for every rap song every year, there's like someone that probably says, like, yo, I'm out here, these penitentiary chances or they're rapping around something like that. I believe that because for so many of us in our communities, we're dealing with real situations that are do or die every day. Or someone in our family is dealing with a do or die type of situation, real life consideration, that it probably is one of those things where we're just like, man, what's a COVID? What's a COVID to me when I step out this, you know, out <laughs> this place and there are all these other considerations that I got going on as it relates to my community um, uh, situation, as it relates to like the violence, as it relates to like my health, as it relates to that. But see, this is where I come in on the inverse and actually say that that is exactly why you take this serious. Because at the end of the day, what you see is the, the the data, the raw numbers, the literal. When you go right now and you Google search how many people have died from this, no, 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 the, no, no. Of, Google search how many African Americans. No, no, have no. But died. that's that's what What's I'm. The, but see, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. In a matter of four, five, six weeks, Mo, of the fifty right. some odd thousand, sixty some odd thousand people that have died, like you know, like no cap, We're over thirty thousand of them, thirty, forty. 30, 40,000 of them have been black people. So, yes. okay. There's are a disparity place, right there. Are we so desensitized that none of that matters? Or are we saying that because, you know what, life goes on? You know, <laughs> I would quote the one the one statement that I say from now, J.D., you know this, from Belly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's <laughs> you know, folks, folks die every day, B. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I just, I don't know. So, but Marlon, I think to, to, 
I agree with some of the stuff what Kristen said, but to go to really the point um, or the question that you were asking, where do we go to find information? See, this is where I think it goes back to what Chris was saying um, from from a from a person who has been through an education, a formal educational system, they know to go to these particular sources, right, for this information. So it's to go to your CDCs. It's to go to your research universities to see what type of research. It's to actually go to these reputable um, outlets, media outlets, uh, that are known for, you know, professionalism um, and journalism, right? So we have to be advocates and we have to be very aggressive to go to find those true sources. You know, you have to f- uh, research stuff for yourself a lot of times. You know what? You know what I mean. And so that that's what we got to do. We got to start pushing our people to to read, to go to go find out the stuff for themselves. Yeah. You know, just don't take what what Billie Jean on the side on the corner is saying to you. Go research that for yourself. <laughs> she's not my lover. She's not. She's not, you know? So so you really need to make sure, you know, I think the best thing that we can do uh, outside of staying home and staying safe, you know, is research uh, what things you should do, research what's going on, look at the numbers, look at the facts. Don't look at the what people said I think might do or this might look like it. Yes. No, the, look like you said, Tori, not the I think. Right. Whatever they say I think, I just go ahead and turn the channel. I don't. I don't need nobody to say I think. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need nobody thinking of this. Point. What we know, right? The statement yeah. is what we know. Right. When when Cuomo says what we know, when when Keisha Lance Bottom says what we know, when Mayor Bowser here in D says what we know, when Gavin Newsom says what we know, that's facts, people. And even even Not uh, even think. even Governor Hogan in Maryland, he you know is it, that's what I'm saying. Those particular leaders that are saying. This is what we know. These are the facts. When I hear those words, though, I perk up because I I, that's, I want to know the facts. Exactly. I don't want to know. Hey. we think this and that. Hey, I hear everything y'all saying. I respect that. But what I'm supposed to do about the child uh, sitting in the house? Uh, man, look, dog. hey, hey, dog. look, hey, this is better I'm get just creative. Keep, no, I'm no, just keeping it real, bro. Hey, no, like, no, like man, for real. I'm, you keeping it? You keeping it real? You keeping it real? Look, and I and I actually want to cl- uh, correct the record because I was wrong. My favorite rapper is Nas, and you know that's why I went to Belly, uh, get shot every day. That's that's a that's a paid in full line. But just look for those of y'all out there, it's all good. I won, so it's I just all wanna, good. But no, it's for real, good. what people I let what it ride. Let me, let me dive. <laughs> let me dive into that one though, because because okay. I've been stuck in the house, like for real. And 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 granted, I'm one of those people that you know I need my I need my own social distancing before all of this. Like that's how I, I you know. That's how I, I recharge, honestly, on my own. But the reality is, for me, this has been an incredible time for me to get to know my family again. Mm. And that's real. and that's through that's through thick and thin. Like keep keep it funky with y'all. Like what we like I said earlier, we about seven eight weeks in, and it's something like that. This is the first week me and my wife had an argument. You know, but wow. guess what? That's funny. Guess Same what? with us. <laughs> it, it, it was, yo, what's so crazy for a lot of people I heard this week was like that week, like where they were just like, okay, I'm about to start losing my mind. Yeah, bro. Like it was just, it, I think, I think it kind of hit a wall for a lot of people this week. I was one of those folks. Like I, I legit one day just snapped and I probably snapped on everybody in the house, <laughs> you know, and it was random. I didn't see it coming. They definitely didn't see it coming. And, and it was just one of the moments where I, I realized, okay, guess what? That revealed in me. I got some more stuff to work on. Right, right. So guess what? I got time now. You know what I'm saying? And for many of you listeners out there, like you might be experiencing some of the same things. 
more than ever, you are being confronted with the person that you're supposed to be loving more than anybody outside of your house. Ain't that crazy? Right? Yeah. Like, like that, like legit, that's exactly what this is. This is an opportunity for all of us to take an extremely long extended, because that's exactly what it is. It's an extended look in the mirror and it's a, it's a look in the faces of the people that know you best and can call stuff out of you that you probably don't even want to hear. But at the end of the day, this is an opportunity to make all of you better. As long as you're like legit staying safe, right. like you, like you know, you if you out there wilding out, like you still like whatever. I'm going to the club, I'm going going wherever I can go, basically, because everywhere is mostly closed. But at the end of the day, while you are stuck at home, while you are working from home, trying to figure that out, while you are working with your kids, trying to help them do their schoolwork, you know, you with your spouse day in and day out, there is no break for you to go to and from work, to and from the gym, to and from wherever. Take the time to make life better for what matters the most. Yeah. Your family. Well, you, well, you know That's what, uh, JD, I say to you, you know, you have to be creative. I, uh, the good thing about about you um, is that you know you have a you have a really nice yard to where you at least can get outside of your house. You know, um, some of the uh, you know some of our friends, you know, stay in apartments. They can't get out. You know, like 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 <laughs> friends, you can. me. Look, no, look, hey, it, it, look, like, you know, so it's all right. I ain't cut you off, man, but like. You are kind in of any both, other, not in in any <laughs> other. I, I am, I am, but not. But I'm only enhancing his point, though. In any right, other right, non-COVID right. situation, your boy living good, right? I'm in a nice, the nice apartment, right? Right? You know, it's all fancy, <laughs> modern. Yeah, I have nothing right now. I can't go outside. On a, I, I'm on a balcony. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, I'm glad for a backyard right, right now. But yeah. but, but the other things that you could do, you know, uh, what I've, I've I've been able to do is just just get in my car and just drive. You know, there's nobody on the road. Uh, well, not a lot of people. I ain't gonna say nobody. But you know, you're still social distancing. You're still you know being safe and protected. But I just I just get out and I will just drive. You know, no destination. Drive somewhere, come right back. Not getting out of my car. You know, but. It, it it at least gets you out of that space of just being confined in your house, and it gets you into hey, a I new mindset. Um, so I, you know, that's one of the things that, that we do. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I no, I, I feel that 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 drive though, uh, Tori, because like me personally, like I like listening to music and I like listening to podcasts. And honestly, in the house, <laughs> you don't get a chance to do all of those things as much as you normally would do, right? Uh, that's so, usually in the car. Yeah, that's usually in the car. I will right. say one thing that we did, uh, speaking of being creative, um, my wife was like, oh, man, y'all should have like a little, you know, we should have a dance party or whatever. And so at the time, I was kind of like, I don't really feel like doing no dance party or whatever. But I thought about what she did that was so genius was that, you know, she basically gave me an opportunity to DJ at the crib while her and Jay danced. And so... She hey, was, that's you know what I'm saying, yeah. and yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch on to it until I was like in the midst of doing. It. I was like, oh that's dang, dope. she gave me an opportunity to like do something that I love to do, and at the same time, she was that's in here dope. like dancing with the kids. So you know it, that that was pretty dope, and we had yeah. the lights going there. It was but like see, a full that's dope, setup. JD. Yeah, yeah, that's that dope was. on a lot of levels though, because what that is is that's that's giving you that room to be who you are, but to right. also to when you, I mean, at the moment, trust me, as 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 a, as a man, you probably went straight to the man, whatever, right. <laughs> like ain't about to, man, what what are you talking <laughs> right. about? But then, but then when you when you take a step back, you're like, oh wait, 
So number one is allowing me to occupy myself, but then it's also mm-hmm. allowing me to occupy myself with something that I actually love. Oh, but the trifecta, I'm doing it with my family. Yeah. So yeah. like you're building Absolutely. that bond right. on that front. So that's actually that's that's real that's, dope. That's, that's real great. dope. That was super yeah. creative. Uh, and, and and I mean that, those are the things that that we we need to hope for. You know, uh, of course, you know there are all the Zoom happy hours or or Skype. Uh, calls and things of that nature as well to help out but you know one of the most relaxing things to me because you know i i love athletics is uh you know i just get out and go running man i clear my mind so much uh and, and it really just enables me to to really just detach from the world you know uh it's usually when i go running there's nobody else running in the neighborhood so you know i don't have to worry about having to cross the street or anything like that but just at least being able to stay physically active uh is, is i think one of the biggest things that 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 i enjoy uh and then also just playing with my, my girls taking them outside uh letting them play in some water just you know it just really just really takes your mind off where you currently are because they don't know nothing about it you know this is just everyday life to them right now so yeah, you know yeah, that's true yeah, I, I never realized how much time i spent away from my family Honestly, know, like right? until yeah. all of this happened, and, and it's it's one of those things. Not you know, like I was away doing anything remotely non routine. I mean, I'm going to and from work. I'm picking up kids from school, you know, from my parents, so on and so forth. You know, the normal things. It's just the fact that I've been away, and now like literally being at home every single day, man. I just see the appreciation oozing across the face of my children and my wife. You yeah. Know? And, yep. and granted, I have I have to go in a different room to work. Yeah. But I'm at home. Right. Yeah. You know, so my 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 sons and my daughters can run upstairs and come give me a random hug and see what I'm doing at any given point of the day. And and it, I can tell it pleases them. And, you know, especially like, you know, for my youngest, like I got a one year old son and I feel like I've seen more of him during this time than I might have seen since we first had him. And I was on like paternity leave for a week and a half, you know. Yeah. So that nonstop quality family time. And, and it also kind of gives you an opportunity to appreciate each other. Like you get to see, you know, your spouse at work, you get to see your kids at home during school because school is at home. Now you get to see everything you you're there during, you know, dinner and baths and, and all of the above you're outside playing on the playground. Normally when I'm at work, you know, FaceTiming or, you know, just getting a quick phone call to check in and see how y'all doing. And I'm back to my normal environment. But now I'm literally here to watch every moment. It matters more than everything. It's it's amazing for me, at least. No, that's real. Man, this is real. It's real. <clears throat> hey, I mean, y'all said it. I'm, this ain't really trying to go in the direction. But when we going to do that black man thing happy hour, though? Hey. Man, shoot. Whenever. Soon. We can do it whenever, <laughs> man. I, I, <laughs> shoot. I'm always down for that, man. It's man, y'all whatever. let us know, man. Y'all listeners out there, y'all, y'all, yo, y'all send us if you if y'all down, if y'all down, just let us know, man. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do that. I think JD, that's a, that's a nice thing. We can maybe do something like that soon. I think mm-hmm. soon and very soon. Um, that's a that's a real good way to kind of engage with some of our listeners out there. We can do this black men think um happy hour sometime. But I mean, what's our thought though, JD? What's our black thought? Well, before before JD says that. Let me let me just I want to make sure that we that we end this conversation or at least we leave it where it needs to be. And I just want to reiterate to all of our listeners. Coronavirus is serious. All right. Literally on February 26th, there were zero U.S. deaths. 
It's two months later, and there are over 50,000 deaths, people that are no longer with us in this country. Please don't play games. If you have, it's okay. It's not too late to start. Stay home. And I just wanted to say And that. love your family, love your friends, and love yourself. You know, don't, you know, this is something, you know, a time for us to reflect, rededicate, and repurpose our, ourselves to really uh, think about things from the appropriate manner, as, as Motown says, and really just to, to, to really just buckle down and, you know, help do our part to help, you know, get this situation resolved quickly. Hey, bro, yeah, no, um, real, how y'all gonna ask me what's the black thought and give the black thought? <laughs> <laughs> Everything they just said, that's the black thought. Ain't no need for no, me to repeat to it. Make sure you were thought. <laughs> right. That's the black that's the black thought, man. The yeah. black thought is the black thought is take this serious. I mean stay home. Yeah, the reality, <laughs> we stay home, man. No, for real. This this look, <laughs> yo, I mean, once you said it, I mean, this is and I'm I'm actually drop a real fact, a real, a real raw data point here. COVID nineteen is the leading cause of death in America up to this point. Aggregated for any other data mm. point around what you can die from. So, like on a statistical level, right? There's like all these other things: oh, car accidents, diabetes, and heart attacks, and diabetes, all of these things. COVID nineteen is leading the like leading cause of death in America for the year 2020, and will be. Wow. So that should, I mean, and we're only we're we're only we're not even in the fifth month of the year right now. I know. So, right. folks, let's take this thing Mask serious. Goes. Honestly, keep yourself safe. Uh, let's 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 follow this social distance. You know what I'm saying? To the degree in which you got to go out there, like protect yourself. But to the to, I mean, but use this time, as we've said. I mean, you know, be like JD, man. Do the do the DJ set at the crib with the family. Turn it on with your significant other, your children, your wife, your husband, whatever. Just do what you need to do to get yourself by and reflect on this point of hunkering down. Take this serious because we need each other. Be you at home. Hey, that that that's it, man. <laughs> make sure y'all <laughs> y'all did my job tonight, man. Hey, make sure you subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Like real talk, we trying to have some uh, much needed conversations, and the only way that this thing spreads is is with y'all. So um, don't be afraid to tell somebody about the Black Man Thing podcast, and make sure y'all leave comments. And, and um, stay in our ear too, man, because we really trying to get this this happy hour going. Maybe we can do it over um, one of those platforms. We ain't gonna call out a platform just yet, just in case somebody wants to get involved. But one of those platforms that allow you <laughs> to um, interact with people over the internet. <laughs> we'll 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 try to go from there. Let's <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Facts. <laughs> yeah. You said one of those. <laughs> Right, namely a global one, namely yeah. one that reaches a lot of people, billions of users. Right, 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 right for sure. Hey, man, we'll see y'all next week.